Lacrosse Talk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes, and I continue our series of So You Want to Be Mayor. Greg Solaris, who is a business person in downtown Lacrosse, our guest this morning, who wants to be our next mayor, the city of Lacrosse's next mayor. Greg, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Why in the world would you like to be mayor of Lacrosse? <laughs> good question, Mike. Um, well, the the idea started, you know, out of frustration, you know, seeing, uh, dealing with the city, you know, the last three, four years, owning, uh, running businesses downtown, you know, for my fiance. Um, it's just um, a lot of red tape, a lot of uh, coldness in the part of the city. I mean, they, they just need to, uh, I know, I feel that the city needs to be more of a facilitator and not a roadblock, and, you know, when it comes to small businesses and everyday life. Um, if you think about it, the uh, city hall, Every time you think about the city hall, is about paying a bill. You, you don't ever think about going to the city hall for anything else other than, you know, paying money. Pay so a bill, that's right. I'd like to change that. Well, and what would you like to change it to? People coming by to say happy birthday, or if they're not coming by to pay a bill, what are they going to come to city hall for? Not necessarily say happy birthday, but, you know, if they have a problem, you know, they should be able to come in and just, uh, you know, see the department, you know, that they uh, – that they have the problem with, you know, if it's the engineering department, the street department, they should be able to find advice and uh, and help. Also, they should be able to reach the mayor. You know, if it's something you know, that bothers them and they can't find a, an answer anywhere else, you know, the job of the mayor is to just, you know, not only run the city, but take care of their citizens, too. So we can't be just unapproachable. Right. Well, and I don't know, do you, do you think Mayor Cabot is unapproachable? If the if he stayed there to answer 50,000 phone calls from residents, he wouldn't be able to get anything else done. I understand that, but I'll tell you what, um, I I had to deal with Mayor Carpet a couple times, and although he was very polite, very uh, very nice about it, he still gave me the runaround, and I felt like, you know, that it was, you know, that my problem did not matter to him. You know, I don't like getting answers, you know, that they're just uh, political answers. We'll see what we can do about it, and then you never get a phone call back. You know, that's just not right. What about your representative? There's a city council representative for uh, uh, your district. Uh, do you contact the, that person as well? Yeah. So, well, you know, my problem was with the downtown, and it was more related to the business. It was a general problem. So, but, um, you know, we when we had to deal with the alternate side parking, we did, uh, you know, we did get involved with, uh, with the city council people, and eventually it got solved. But it took about a month, you know, of shaming, you know, people on Facebook, which was not right either. Yeah. So. Uh, how is the city of Lacrosse going to be different under Mayor Greg Solaris? I think the city can grow. Um, I think right now we've been stagnant for about, uh, you know, 20 years. I kind of looked at the population uh, numbers for the last 20 years, and the city. To me, anyways, they remain stagnant. The uh, younger population, whenever they graduate college, they may stick around for like two, three years, and then they take off. Uh, I think we can create opportunities. We can create a lifestyle here that will encourage them to stay longer. Uh, and so we have residents that stay. Many of the, well, we hear that many people don't live here or move out of Lacrosse because the taxes are so high. How can you run the city and keep the tax base the same still filling potholes and doing something, or uh, as we have heard from previous mayors, a minimum increase. There's no way to go backwards, is there? No, um, that would be very hard to go backwards. But, you know, people like to see a value for their money that they pay. 
you know, if you're able to fix roads, if you're able to provide more services, if you're able to make the city more um, more live, more vibrant, you know, people will find a value in it. And then, you know, the property taxes is always going to be a complaint. You're always going to have somebody complaining about property taxes. Yes, we are paying big city property taxes and we get country roads. It's not fair. But, you know, we should be able to increase the value on the eyes of the citizens. And then that hopefully they're not going to complain about the property taxes. So, right. If they're getting value, that the uh, slight increase won't be an issue? Is that uh, that what you're thinking? To me, yes, because right now everybody is looking at the property taxes and then they're looking at their road that they're driving or they're looking at the, uh, you know what's going on downtown uh, every weekend, which is nothing. Uh, they'll look around and see you know that there's, um, you know, we could provide free internet for like the whole the whole city, especially right now with COVID. You know, when all the kids were at home, there were a lot of kids that didn't have internet. Basic internet, it should be something that you know everybody should have right now, because otherwise they feel disconnected from the world. The city could provide that very easily at a very low cost. You know, partner up with a business, partner up with a big player around the area. And then just kind of, you know, have another service provided to them. You know, that will just differentiate you from the surrounding communities that, you know, that they always, you know, they, they have that property tax and no advantage towards you. How does, uh, in your mind, how does COVID fit into the changes that the city has undergone uh, in the last year or so? And, and a lot of people will simply point to COVID for the reason that there's nothing going on downtown, for instance. COVID, unfortunately, has turned into a political and a very uh, polarized subject. Uh, You have the people who are very, very, very protective over it. You have the people who ignore it. You have the people who are right in the middle. Uh, We need to, first of all, take politics out of the COVID conversation. Yes, there is a lot of vulnerable population that is in danger of it. Yeah, let's protect them. But at the same time, you can't just stop living because of COVID. We stopped in March. It's been almost a year. It was supposed to be only two weeks. Then it was supposed to be two months. Now it's been a year. And now they're saying that, you know, we're not going to be having herd immunity until, you know, sometime in the summer. Well, you can't just shut down for a year and a half. Yes, we have to have precautions, but, you know, we can't just stop living either. If you want to know more about Greg Solaris for Mayor, his Facebook page, Greg for Mayor 2021. Greg, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much for talking with me this morning. I look forward to doing a little Cooley Region cooking with you in a couple of weeks.